Well, good morning, and let's get it started. My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher, and that's what I say on the show, and that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about what's been going on in the mortgage market, which has been pretty crazy. I'm not going to lie, I've been uh, pretty busy communicating with my current clients and a lot, a lot of friends and people around the city of London just inquiring what's going on with mortgages. So that's what we're going to cover on today's show. This is pretty hot topic. I'm going to give kind of my theory on, you know, because of history, I think on what the numbers have done. And of course, we're all talking about what the news is saying with rates going up and inflation, inflation, inflation. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not the professional on that. I'm just a mortgage guy, but I have been doing it over 21 years in the area and I can relate to what we've seen in the past, what we could see in the future. And that's what we'll talk about. So first of all, I want to give a huge shout out to the community that, you know, helps us out. We help you out. So please feel free to Google search mortgage teacher and just read how we're helping people out. I read a great review the other day that somebody called in. They were up for renewal with their current lender. You know, maybe they owed 117,000. Maybe they had 11 years left on the amortization, you know, and the advice they were given was just, that's the best deal you have at your bank sign what you have at your bank. That's great. And you don't see or hear that a whole lot. When I got in this business, if that phone call came into me, I would have been like, well, let me take an application and see what best rate I can get you. But what a waste of time doing an application. Maybe even someone's going to do a credit check. And meanwhile, 95% chance, 99% chance, you're probably going to stay at your current bank. And like I mentioned in that, that example there, $117,000 mortgage. Well, even if you switch and go to another bank and you get a lower rate, you might be saving eight bucks, 16 bucks. So if you go and pay a $300, you know, appraisal to get that lower rate, let's do your math. Like how many times it's going to take you to get your 16 bucks back if it's 300, right? So you want to really have a source you can go to that you can trust that's unbiased, that truly teaches you what lender is best for you and in your best interest, right, right, pun intended. So that's what I suggest you do. And that's what Mortgage Teacher has really done. Because we work with all the lenders out there, we get to help you out and say, you know what, that's a great deal you have at the bank. You're good to go. So that's one thing I'm pretty proud here at Mortgage Teacher. We're not here to get every mortgage. We need a source in Canada and especially here in London, our neighbors, we need a source that we can trust and send our family members to, our friends, our work colleagues. And thank you for the reviews because that's what's been happening. I would say most of the leads that I get for me, Michael, myself is, you know, oh, you got to talk to Michael and it's from a friend, a family member. So I don't want to say I work on referral base only, but yeah, pretty much because I'm so busy with, you know, me helping referrals out. So thank you very, very, very much from all of us at Mortgage Teacher. Thank you for, you know, sending your friends and family and allowing us to go through your numbers and, you know, make sure you have the very best deal. And let's talk about that because low rates, we've talked about it on the show before. They've come and they've gone, folks. Uh, It's happened before and it's happened again. And now we're all talking about the future. And and this is a tough time, you know, when when you feel that, oh man, we just missed the boat. Or, I mean, I've always been a a model of the the things I regret in life are the things I don't do. So, you know, regrets are one thing, but hey, we got numbers. We got to deal with them. That's what we'll talk about on today's show. 
Now, in case you're a little bit behind or in case you've been living under a rock or in case you don't need a mortgage, good for you. You don't need to listen to this show, but in a way you could. Hey, there's a lot of people that need money out there. We do help invest in mortgages too. So I know I have a lot of colleagues or I'm out at the Highland Club there. So I have partners that are interested in investing and and there's ways to invest in mortgage investment corps that help you invest in mortgages and in return, you know, help you get your returns. And I see that kind of money where it's helping people out nowadays. So I'll give you another example on that show, but that's a whole other show about investing in mortgages. But the whole point I'm getting at mortgage teacher, that's what we're here to do. Teach all this. And we do it all for free folks. So in case you have been, you know, not needing a mortgage, or like I said, living under a rock, as far as mortgage rates, the news has been filled since July with rates going up, rates going up, rates going up, and the rates have gone up. And let's talk about a little bit about what kind of rates we're talking about. See, when people call up and say, Michael, what's your mortgage rates at? Or what's your best rate? I always have to return the question with what product are you talking about? Now, if you're listening and you have mortgage experience, meaning you've had a mortgage, you'll understand that mainly Canadians, that's the common denominator. That's what we compare is the five-year fixed. So when people call up and say, what's the rates? They usually mean the five-year fixed. But if you're from the States, you don't even have a five-year fixed. That's very different. So that's quite unique up here in Canada. And that's the rate that, you know, most people grab. Now, since about the early 2000s, the five-year variable rate has been very, very, very popular too. So usually if people call in and they look at the, what are the rates? They're usually talking about the five-year product fixed or variable. Now, I've said on the show before, what we watch is the the fixed rates go with the five-year Bank of Canada bond. So it doesn't matter if you get your mortgage at TD, if you get your mortgage at Scotia, and if you get your mortgage through, you know, local credit union, it doesn't matter because they all get their money from Bank of Canada. So as brokers, they should, we do, I hope, (laughs) we watch the five-year Bank of Canada bond. Now, last week when the interest rates went up 0.5% again, and we'll talk about what I mean there. Interesting enough, the five-year fix, I was getting an email at the same time that the banks were coming down about 0.3 for a five-year fix. They went from 5.8 down to 5.3-ish, a couple banks did. So always, you know, don't just go by what the media is saying. I hate to throw down the media. I'm on the radio right now. I get it. But Sometimes it's, you know, it's mixed messages or it's only a bit of the message. And that's what you got to really look into. And that's what we're here to do at Mortgage Teacher is to just help clarify all of these things. So what has been going on since July and you hear the rates going up, you hear a lot of the noise saying the Bank of Canada rate, the Bank of Canada rate. Okay, let me explain what this is. This is what you call prime rate. And this is if you have a variable rate mortgage or a line of credit. Now, overall, it means borrowing is costly too. So for example, in your TV commercials, if you still see them, you would see, you know, GMC for 0% financing or 1% financing or 1.99. Now you're starting to see 7% financing, 8% financing. So that's what's going on lately. When prime goes up, all borrowing goes up overall for the most part. Okay. So if you, you know, when we were growing up, remember when you got your first vehicle or you got your first loan or you wanted to start your own business, you would go to the bank and ask for a line of credit. Now you don't have a house yet. You just wanted an unregistered line of credit, say $10,000. Remember that starting line of credit we got? 
Well, those are on prime plus four. Well, prime, folks, is at about 6.15 with the average banks right now. Okay, six point or 5.95, sorry, at most of the banks. 6.1 at TD. No offense, TD, but your prime is higher than everyone else's. Everyone deserves to know. Now, if prime is at 5.95 and you can get a line of credit at prime plus four, folks, your line of credit is at 10%. So A plus borrowing, walking into your bank, getting a line of credit, those are at 10% already. So that's the reality check we're running into when we're borrowing money. Now, if that's registered to your house or registered, okay, that's a little different. That can be prime plus a half, but you're still around the six and a half percent mark. Okay, so this is what borrowing costs have got. A good rate right now is five or six percent right around there and unregistered up to 10 percent. So holy smokes, good to know. Let's crunch some numbers and and see what we're going to do. Now, wow, that went by quick. If you're just tuning in, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And we're just talking about what, uh, you know, the average rate has done lately and the variable, what that is. Now, when I come back from this news break, I'm going to talk about my theory, what the rates have been doing five years ago, what they might be doing in the next three to five years, and we'll go from there. Please tune back in. We'll be back right after this news. All right. Well, if you're hearing me right now, I didn't lose you. So that's a pretty good sign. Let's get back to the action. If it is called action, it's mortgages and it puts some people to sleep. But hey, let's face it. We all, a lot of us have a mortgage and a lot of us need help on making sure we get the best deal. And that's what we're talking about here. So in case you're just tuning in, my name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And that's exactly what we're here to do, teach you how to get the best mortgage. And of course, we can set that up and arrange for you. I said it earlier in the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please Google search Mortgage Teacher and read the reviews. That makes me prouder than everything, to be honest with you. So what the people are saying about us and, you know, helping people out. That's what we want to do. So before the, the news break, we talked about, you know, what's been going on. We've been hearing the, the news has been saying Bank of Canada rates, Bank of Canada rates. This is people that grab a variable rate mortgage or a line of credit that your interest rates are changing. And I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. We have never seen them change like this. I feel bad because in history, we haven't seen things like this. We have always seen Bank of Canada move a quarter of a percent. And on average, only four times a year, they're usually very careful on moving the variable rate prime. Now, if I go back in history to an event that was very big, you know, in my history and with interest rates was September 11th, 2001. Now, that's what when that happened, consumer confidence was way down. That happened in September by January right away, actually, October, November, December, the interest rates went down. And that's the first time we ever saw prime even move by more than a quarter percent. And it went down a half a percent. Then it went down another half a percent. So the prime rate went down a whole 1% back then. Why did it go down? Because when rates go down, we do that to help Canadians, you know, afford things. If the unemployment rate is weak, they watch Prime. What's the cost of energy? They be careful with Prime. Prime has always been used to say, hmm, we need to help Canadians be able to spend more. Therefore, we need to bring it down. We need to bring it up to help the market pick up or slow down. Now, that's interesting. So way back in September 11th, they brought Prime down to help us spend more. 
But meanwhile, if you look at today, the unemployment rate is not good. They've already admitted that. Energy costs are through the roof. Food costs are through the roof. Fuel, everything's so expensive for a Canadian. And meanwhile, this federal government keeps putting the interest rates up. So this is the confusing part because I'll be honest with you, I just went to a big conference in Vancouver, over 1,500, you know, bank advisors, there was panelists. And interesting fact, I'm going to bring it here on the radio today, was they say one thing up on the panel and then when they step down and, you know, you're, you're talking one-on-one or in a group of six at a lunch, they might say something a little bit different. So the difference is, I'll just be right up front with it, it really depends by the sounds of it on what happens down south with these midterms. You know, the interest rates can keep going up if the vote goes one way. The interest rates might mellow out and start taking control if the votes go the other way. Okay, so there's one thing you might want to look into. But along the lines of what I was talking about with history and prime and the future, here's here's what we can talk about. Because back in, okay, let's even go back in time more when we talk about these economists and panelists. I can show you some history that's pretty interesting because keep in mind, mortgage teacher has been collecting data on mortgages for you know over 10 years now. And here's what I found, that it's all about supply and demand. Make sense? Now, here's what I'm getting at. Now, we're talking about mortgages and interest rates if you're just cluing in, but here's what I want to jump back to. Way back in 2015 and 16, the interest rates, the five-year fixed, like I said, people call in and say, what are the rates? Sorry, the five-year fix was all the way down to 2.5%, 2.4%. That is the lowest Canada ever, 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 ever saw in history. In fact, that was the first time we got under 3%. So imagine the excitement of Canadians. Now, in 2007, the rates were all the way up to 5.85, even 6%. So I remember economists being up on this stage that I'm talking about saying that 75% of the country broke their mortgage and might have paid a big penalty and grabbed that five-year fix. I remember all across the board saying that 75% of Canadians took a new mortgage, a five-year mortgage, in the year 2015 and 16. And if you go look at that graph I taught you about, Bank of Canada, five-year bond, you will see that in November 2016, the rates went way up, up quick, like a wall. Now, coincidence, I don't know, but that was the week of Donald Trump's election. And then rates kept going up. 2016 and 17, five-year fix went all the way up to 4%, 3.95. So the point I'm getting at, the low rates ended in November 2016. Now, as you know, in mortgages, you can hold your rate for approximately four months. So that would take us to March 2017. Now, here's what I noticed with our data, because mortgages were exploding, ridiculous. The phone calls we were getting were more than triple the amount of normal, okay? So good on mortgage business and banks, they made a ton of money. But when did they make it? Hmm, 2020-21. And here's what I noticed. It was all the people coming up for renewal. 75% of our country came up for renewal in 2020-21. Now, here's what happened in renewal. These are people that didn't need money. This is you. This is you listening right now. This was people that, you know, they bought the house for 300, paid it down to 200. Now, all of a sudden, their house is worth $800,000 and rates are at 1% and 2% again. So, I had so many people say, you want to want Michael? Go ahead. 
Write me up for an extra $100,000. I'm going to put a giant pool in the backyard. Go ahead, Michael. Why don't we borrow an extra $200,000 and I'm going to buy a cottage up north free and clear. The rates are so cheap. Why not? So if you get the right timing, 2015, 2020, you came, you got amazing interest rates, 2%. Plus you got a gigantic inflation in the middle that your house went from five up to eight. It was ridiculous. So that was my theory. Now, when would all that demand stop? Supply and demand. Remember when did that demand stop? Lo and behold, nothing to do with the rate increases, but in my book, the month of March this year, which would be four months after the rates went up five years ago, boom, all of a sudden there was a hundred leads. And in March, there was half of the amount because all of those people that were up for renewal, that 75% of the country were now done. They already came up for renewal. They moved on. Maybe they did an early renewal, whatever it was, but they got their rate. They got their money. It's done. All of a sudden March, it was the normal supply and demand chain. People that were buying, getting into the market, maybe some renovations. It was the normal market, but I instantly saw a huge drop in leads. Well, of course, all the data that everyone's using is from prior to that. So when they started making decisions on what we should do with the Federal Bank of Canada, boom, put the rates up. They were talking about how crazy 2020-21, but in theory, I think that was just the demand of people coming up for renewal. And I don't really know how much that was considered. I hope at some point, but who knows? So now the demand dropped through the floor. And this is what I heard from a lot of real estate agents. Usually when the rates go up, it brings the demand now. But what they didn't notice, demand was already down in March. It was like day and night. The demand dropped so fast. At the same point, the rates started going up. Inventory went through the roof in London. We used to have 200 to 300 homes for sale. I think we're over 1,100 homes for sale now. So that's one thing we haven't seen in the city of London. We haven't seen demand drop that fast and inventory go through the roof all at the exact same month. Usually it takes about 90 days of the rates going up for the demand to change and slowly change. But that's why it's such a big hit here in Canada, folks. And that's why the feds need to be careful with putting prime up because the demand is just not there. So making it more expensive on us Canadians when the employment rate is where it is, when we have strike talks where it is, this is what happens in an inflation world, folks. We have shortages. And that's what upsets me about the narrative. And I'll just call this out because earlier, and sorry, I just noticed the time went by, but I'm going to end with this. The news articles earlier were all, we need rates to go up so we can slow down the real estate market. And we can all agree that real estate market was crazy last year. Selling your house for more than asking 60 different offers. I had people going after houses and they lost out on 17 homes. It was sad emotional. It was tough. Now you put an offer in condition on financing condition on selling your house. That's normal. But earlier the narrative was we need rates to go up to slow down the real estate market. Well, folks look around houses are dropping in price. The real estate market is taking effect, but all of a sudden now it says we need to bring rates up to slow down inflation. Well, hold on here, folks, please watch the real media that way or watch the news because what's going on is this inflation is caused due to shortages, global shortages that we kind of can't control. So why are we putting our rates up? Yes, we have to follow the U.S. prime or the U.S. feds due to free trade a little bit. 
And they just put their rate up 0.75. So we have to watch that. But in the future, this is what we can see. It was supposed to go up 0.75 last week and it only went up 0.5. So Canada realizes we have to slow down on the increases. We're putting too much pressure on our Canadians. But at the same point, let's keep an eye out on what's going on down south because they also have to slow down with their increases and balance out. My name is Michael Mollison. Hopefully you got a little bit out of that. That's just my theory on what the rates and supply and demand on the money. Hey, the rates are still in the 5%. Ask anyone from the 1980s. That's still a great deal. Now there's even more opportunity, more houses available, more deals available. So really, it is an opportunity in the London and surrounding area to buy because it's still affordable. And yeah, money's in the 5%. But hey, folks, the stress test has been at 5% forever. So it's really not a whole lot different when it comes to getting a place. Let's talk. Again, mortgageteacher.com. Look us up. Have a great weekend, folks.